Hello, my topic for tonight is Shlomo Zalman Auerbach's Atzal on how hot is Yad, so let it go. Um, the uh, Gemara in a number of places and in Halacha in a number of places, and we find uh, a certain uh, measurement of heat uh, that is relevant for, for cooking in a number of realms that is referred to as Yad, so let it go. The hand retracts from it, recoils from it. And that's the heat that something reaches in order to be considered cooked. Now, uh, there are a number of different approaches of different achronim on what is considered, how, how we would translate Yad Soledipo into, into temperature uh, for, for practical halachic issues. We're going to be dealing with Rav Shlomo Zalman Auerbach's uh, uh, approach. You can find it spoken about in three different places, at least. One is the the uh, work Halichot uh, Shlomo, which is uh, a collection of things that Shlomo Zalman said on different topics, uh, collected by grandchildren, and um, and a second is in the footnote of the first chapter of Shmirat Shabbat Kilchata. Shmirat Shabbat Kilchata uh, begins with the laws of Bishul of cooking. And on the first page of Hilchus Bishel, there's a long footnote that Rav Neubert has quoting Rav Shlomo Zalman uh, about his approach to, to Yad Zaledipo. But the original was published in a, a journal, a Torah journal, which was edited by Rav Menachem Mendel Kasher uh, uh, Zatzal, who was um, uh, well known for his Torah Shlema, uh, uh, which is which is an encyclopedic work on the on the drush of Chazal, trying to get every drush of Chazal on the Chumash. Uh, Rav Kasher also has uh, another uh, uh, major major work was that he elucidated some of the svarim of the Rugged Shover of Rav Yosef Rosen. Uh, there's a book he put together called Mefaneach Tzunot, which is trying to uh, uh, decode some of the hiddenness in in the Tzofnat Paneach in the the uh, uh, Rosen's uh, uh, commentary on the Rambam. Um, uh, but he also organized this this Torah journal called Noam, and in the in the sixth volume, so Rav uh, Rav Shlomo Zalman has a short piece uh, where he uh, <clears throat> Rav Shlomo Zalman has a short piece where he discusses uh, the topic of 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 the definition of Yad Soledipo translating into into temperature. Now there are also approaches that you'll find uh, uh, earlier before him uh, uh, attributed to the Darfei Tshuva. Uh, that's the Brijana Rav, uh, whose name was Rav, Rav Shalom Shodron, uh, the grandfather of the Rav Shalom Shodron, who became famous as the Magid of Yerushalayim. Uh, Rav, Rav, Rav Moshe Feinstein has a has a bunch. We're going to be focusing on Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach. Now I'm going to now share. Welcome, Yona. I'm now going to share the um, the article from Noah. Now, uh, uh, the year I'm not sure, but it's volume of. Um, we can read inside. We'll be skipping a little section in the middle. Um, because it's a short piece, we'll be able to read it straight. Because uh, he, he writes very straightforward. 
Now we're going to be we're going to be uh, getting essentially. If I would have to summarize everything beforehand, we're going to get four different ways of knowing what's considered visual. Uh, number one is the most straightforward, which is yad soledet, the amount that a hand recoils. Yediat hashir shel yad soledet chashuva unechutzam eod lechol shomer torah mitzvah that knowing the shear of Yad Soledipo is important and necessary. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's an urgent thing for anybody who keeps Torah and mitzvahs. Certainly for posting, with regards to cooking on Shabbos. With regards to what is absorbed into the walls of, vessel, of a vessel and how do you get things out of the walls of a vessel uh, with, un, with forbidden food. Now, keep in mind, there's going to be chumras and kula, stringencies and leniencies for the definition of bishul. So, for instance, if, if wine, like we spoke about last week, if wine is considered mavushal and, and the definition of, and, and what would consider wine mavushal is yatsaletipo, that's, that's debatable as we spoke about, but that would be a kula. It would be, it would be considered um, uh a, a leniency for wine to already be considered mevushal, and then the laws of stam yenam or maganochri of an, of an anju coming into contact with it wouldn't apply. On the other hand, if there was, let's say, a very low shear of, of the outsoleted bow, so you would get to bishal on Shabbos earlier, and uh, non kosher fruit would penetrate the walls of a vessel earlier. On the other hand, uh, there would be a kula involved because ein bishel achar bishel. So once something is considered cooked, so then it would be per- permitted to recook it. Uh, again, depending on there's another factor there of being completely cooked, not completely cooked, tof. But um, but uh, uh, similarly, if if there's a chumra of when something is absorbed, when non-kosher food is absorbed into the walls of vessels, there will be a leniency of when it can get out of the walls of a vessel. Now, um, that the stomach of a baby is burnt by it. And that's what the Beis Yosef wrote on the tour, Yoridea Simon Kuf Hey, and and that comes from the Gemara. Our baby Gdoli Avronim Nosev and Osnu Bazela that Diuk Bediuk Kamahu Ashir. A lot of Avronim dealt with this topic in an order in order to know exactly how much it is. The Ein Bazeb Stei Chemed Marachet Yud of Adar Chetuvah Simon Kuf Hey Nesiv Katan Nun Aleph. The Ein Bepis Chetuvah Shem Nesiv Katan Zayin Shehevi Miabechor Shor Tikasav. We're not, uh, we don't have uh, this, the knowledge of, of how much, how hot is Kreso Sheltinok Nichves. With the Del Raisa, you should be Machmer. Again, this would be talking about something being considered Bishop. I feel a bit of rabbanon, so I have to look into this topic about bin rabbanon. Could it be making the lokeminagolam? Now, this is not kaminagolam. Not that, not, not like the the custom of the world, uh, the prevalent custom. Leshayer bizman sheiyev shalach zikpo machmascho mikriyatzo ledipo lo zulas dolesa. 
So uh, that there, there is apparently was a, cust- a common custom to say, how much could you hold it because of the heat? Now, uh, let's deal with the first two definitions of how hot something has to be in order to be considered mevoshel. The simplest thing is what the Gemara says. The Gemara tells you with the shear. What are you looking for? How much is Yad Soledipo? Yad Soledipo is Yad Soledipo, the amount that a hand recoils from. So if you have um, you have a uh, uh, hot water in a in a container, so test it. Does my hand recoil from it or not? So uh, the problem with that, as is mentioned by, if I'm not mistaken, the Ritva, uh, some high of my mind, either the Ritva or the Ran, that, that, wait a second, you might have one person whose uh, hands recoil much later and others who people's hands recoil might recoil earlier. Plus, uh, how long does your hand have to be in the water to recoil? There's some uh, liquids which are so hot that the hand will recoil instantly. But others, if it's in the water for a while, it'll recoil. But it won't recoil the, 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 the split second that you put it in. So so uh, there's something that's that explains why the Gemara asks my Yatsaletipo. What's Yatsaletipo? As opposed to just saying Yatsaletipo is Yatsaletipo. And then it comes up with a sheer of now here I I just want to express something that I'm I'm still looking for, and that is a straightforward discussion of why this was the shear that was picked. My hunch is that, uh, and this is I don't have what to rely on. Um, my hunch is because they were so concerned when baby bathing a baby that they didn't want the the water to be too hot. So this was a known uh, a known temperature that was hot enough so that uh, more than this, if you bathe the baby, the baby will be burnt, will be will be scalded. So you want to make sure that that you you use hot water to bathe to, 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 to the baby. On the other hand, it can't be too hot. So therefore, uh, they they picked uh, that shear, which which I assume was a known shear. However, um, because we see that Gedolei Achronim didn't didn't have uh, a a clear masora apparently on exactly how much that was, enough so that they would be able to translate it into a an easily usable shear. And there's a difficulty with the original shear of of the simplest straightforward way of understanding uh, the amount that a hand recoils. And you see that the Gemara goes to this other shear. So given that the Gemara is searching for a better shear than, than Yad Soledipo, and the, and the Gemara seems to have, if I'm not mistaken, some Mestorah on what the shear of Yad of of how much that the belly, the very sensitive skin of the belly of a child would be burnt, would be scalded by. It, apparently they had such a, a, a about such a shear, and that apparently is lost. Uh, 
Why that would be the fear? My speculation is that it's because they didn't want to scold a baby while washing it. So they had a clear way of understanding how uh, how hot uh, bathing water would be for a baby. So because of that, they search for other shear. Now, um, the Bahag says, Bahag is Balalachas Gadolos. He's from the early, he's from the early, early period, the period of the Gaonim. And his, his approach is that milk, when it is, even while it's, while it's being milked, meaning milk right when it comes out of the body of the, of the animal, is considered sonain, it's considered cold. Mevur lehedya, it's clear, even though it will be warmer than saliva, it's still considered cool. You're looking for a way of measuring it? Well, go to measuring uh, cow's milk as it comes out of the body. How hot is that? Um, one of the things we see in Rav Shlomo Zalman is a, is a precision in, uh, in, in being able to apply uh, halacha. So, it doesn't go above 40 Celsius. Because of that known fact that uh, milk, as it's, as it's being milked from the cow, is 40 degrees Celsius, which is just a which is 104 104 Fahrenheit um so that's that was the that was the standard that was the standard shear the gamenza so sir clouds de be khavasior came into shear khom uh there's a khavasior who discusses uh the uh, saliva as a way of gauging so it could be the same because a person, when he gets sick, he goes up to 40. And the and that's what that's when you have a high fever, is 40 degrees Celsius. So that is the source of approach number one, which is 40 degrees Celsius, 140 degrees Fahrenheit. And here comes Rav Shlomo Zalman's own approach where he begs to differ. Bram. That 45 degrees Celsius. Under 45, you should not be worried. Why? There's a machlokizam oroyim 
about Beis HaShchita. Is Beis HaShchita Tzonein or Roser? Do we say that the Beis HaShchita, which is the place when you shecht an animal, the location of the Shchita itself, is that considered cold or hot? Now, there's a big uh, nafkamina, there's a big practical ramification about the Shchita knife. Does the Shchita knife now become, uh, absorb the, the non-kosher blood um, according to the approach, the Ikadamri approach, the second version, everybody degrees, agrees that the base Shrita, the place of the Shrita itself, is considered Tsonein, which is cool. And Rashi and the Rush are very clear that they hold that way. And therefore, the, the knife that you shecht with does not absorb blood. If you were to wash the, the knife off or wipe the knife off very well until there was no bane, there was nothing left. So you, don't, you, could, you could then cut hot meat. Also, if you shechted a trefa, in which case not only does it absorb from the blood, but it was also absorbed from the non-kosher uh, meat. You would not be considered absorbing trefa. So it comes out that beis hashchita is tzonin. We hold that the place of the shchita itself is cool. Now you see what he's doing? He's following the lead of of uh, of the Darche Tshuva, which is uh, uh, the Brajana Rav, of, uh, based on the Bahag, that because Chalav, as it's being milked, as it's being milked, is called Tzonein. So therefore, that can't be Yad And similarly, because the the Beis HaShchita is considered Tzonein, so that can't be uh, Yad Soledipo. So it must be above that. So as long as you're at the temperature of Beis HaShchita, you're safe. Um, even according to the amount that, it's, that it is hot, which is not the way the Kaimala, not the way that we're holding, but it's only at the very end of the Shchita that that place becomes hot. There's no argument before the end of the shkita. So we are able to have some some empirical uh, uh, evidence about about uh, the heat of the base of shkita. Everybody agrees that it's stoning. And at that time, the knife doesn't absorb anything. Here we go. Here's the plug-in. We do not find a distinction between shechting an animal and shechting a bird. Again, step number one is the temperature of shechita itself is still considered zoning, so you're safe then. It's not yet yad soledipo. And the Gemara seems to speak in a way where it speaks about whatever shita we do, which includes behema, but also ofos, also birds. 
they're equal. There's no place for distinction. Okay, here's the next point. Pigeons and doves. People are about 37, 36.8, whatever it is. Um, and, and, and the temperature, the body temperature of, of, uh, of, of bulls and cows is, is no more than 40. Healthy doves or pigeons, apparently, are 45 degrees. If they're sick, Sometimes it could go up, sometimes it could go down, it could deviate. So it comes out when we're looking for a uh, a temperature. So 40, 46 would still be considered cool because that's the temper of the base temperature of the base hashrita of a sick bird. Now again. Why sick bird? Because shrita seems to apply, again, even though if a bird is so sick, so then that won't be a, uh, that might Im- that might impair its kashras. But let's say a sick but kosher bird. So if you shecht it, you would be, you would be looking at a base hashrita that was 46 degrees. <speaking> in <Hebrew> And it would apply to their saliva also. If it came in the chazina big mara, the shas gemar shchita chayim tfei. I think chamim tfei. I think that should be chamim tfei. Ve'afilu hachi gamel and shutzonein. And yet we hold that that's considered still cool, even though it gets a little hotter at the end. Ve'gam lo nizkar sheish chilu pein shochet priel shochet cholah. There's no no mention of a distinction between shechting a healthy or shechting a sick animal in pain. Again, we're not talking about an animal that's so sick that it would be not kosher. Even if they don't get hotter at the time of shechita. And, and we, even if we ignore the, the temperature deviation when they get sick. That, that is definitely not a distinction in the Gemara. It's, the Gemara seems to be relating to normal shechita, and that would include the shechita of birds. And everybody agrees that at the beginning of the shechita, <coughs> The 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 knife doesn't absorb anything. So let it go. At 45 degrees, therefore, you don't have to worry at all about about uh, about that. So let it go. So that is the source of Rav Shlomo Zalman's uh, 45 degree shield. So we now have four different. Uh, guidelines, maybe five. Number one is when a hand recoils. But the Gemara already asked, what's the shear of that? Meaning the Gemara was not willing to rely on that. And, and that we saw in the Rishonim was because there's too many variables. It could be uh, one person's hand versus another person's hand. And apparently there's not some medium person's hand, I guess. 
and, and just sustain that out loud. Maybe I have to reread re -re the source again, see if that's related to, but also how long you leave the hand in the water. Uh, are we talking about recoiling instantly? Well, that would probably only be boiling hot water. Uh, or are we talking about, about uh, recoiling after leaving it in the water for a while? And then how long? So that's a problem. So the Gemara gives us a shear of Kreso Sheltina Nichvesbo, the 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 uh, fine skin or the, the tender skin of a of a baby's stomach would be burnt out. So so obviously you're not going to check. That's not an experiment you do. But apparently there was some masora that or some common practice. I'm just speculating that uh, they always made sure they they had a masora of like. Uh, they had a common practice of, of of this is the heat that you bathe bathe baby babies water bathe, you bathe babies in and hotter than that is going to be a problem so they knew uh, where to go uh, but that doesn't uh, uh, the the acronym still looked for for uh, uh, for some other way of gauging it so uh, the chavis here which I did not see what Rishlom Zaman is referencing. Is is speaking about the the heat of saliva, um, and um, and the uh, Chuba uh, brings the Bahag, who talks about the heat of of milk as it's being milked. That's where the forty degrees here comes from. That that was apparently the Darchitshuva's uh, 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 commonly accepted shear. Was was that it's based on the temperature of of of, uh, of milk as it's being milked, and that was known to be forty degrees because that's the temperature, the body temperature of of, of cows and and bulls. Uh, Shlomo Zaman says, "Wait a second. If we look at the Gemara, the Gemara gives us uh, 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 something which it calls tsonein, and we know is very warm. So wait a second. Here's something that is forty five degrees, which is." The temperature of a of a of a bird that's being shafted. Get birds, pigeons, and doves have a higher body temperature than than uh, than these other animals, and it, and it's forty five degrees Celsius. So that's why uh, that's where we get the shear of forty five degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit. If you do the conversion, um, it's. Here we go. 113 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's the that's Rav Shlomo Zalman's shear. Anyways, that's what I wanted to uh, to share with you today about uh, about Rav Shlomo Zalman Auerbach's uh, approach to Yad Soledipo as 45 degrees Celsius, 113 degrees Fahrenheit. the moment.